Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Are you in a crazy-making relationship? Feel anxious, angry, and unsafe? Welcome to Save Your Sanity. Insight, skills, strategies, and inspiration for emerging empowered from toxic relationships and breaking the bonds of emotional abuse. Keep listening. We'll figure a few things out. Hello and welcome to Save Your Sanity. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. I was asked this week to explain triangulation. So I thought it was a great topic for an episode because we kind of sort of know what it means, but sometimes clarity is absolutely key. And this is definitely one of those times. So we're going to talk about triangulation and the manipulation that it is. And it's intended to be manipulative. That's the whole purpose behind it. It is a big, big divide and conquer tactic and see it that way. I'm going to explain to you what it is, what the purpose of it is, what drives it, and what to do about it. Once you see this, you'll be ready to say, I need to take a step, or at least I sure hope you'll be beginning to think that it's time to take a step and say no and step away from this kind of nasty manipulation. Not that there is any manipulation that isn't nasty, but this is particularly nasty. And triangulation is all about who's talking to whom, about what, and why are they choosing to talk to those people. And it's, it's an attempt by a hijackal or a narcissistic person or any person who wants control over another person or another person's story. That person wants to keep their stories front and center, or tweak the story to set up or set off different people in different ways. So they are in control of those people. It's nasty, as I said. They're trying to create an ally to be in cahoots with somebody against somebody else, but it's sneaky and indirect. So they go behind your back to do it. And that means that, of course, there's a triangle. There's you. There's them, and then there's the third person, sometimes several third people, that they are including in different ways. And so they're they're leaving you out of the loop very purposefully and telling stories to other people that are just a little off to being way off to other people in order to kind of see what will happen, see if they can blow something up, see if they can keep it in chaos, see if they can get you to buy their story, see if they can set you up against another person because the other person's story is a little different, never taking responsibility for the fact that they were the ones who gave the story to that other person. Or maybe it's it's another kind of triangulation. This happens frequently. If you have a hijackal parent and the hijackal parent wants to take over the emotional needs of a child for their own purposes. So they'll make the child feel responsible for taking care of the adult's emotional needs and they'll kind of marry 
the child and say, you should take care of me. And that's a kind of triangulation too. I want you to focus on me, so I'll tell you you're bad if you don't. And then I'll tell other people how close we are, how really close we are, and how, how you take care of me. And then that'll come back to you from that other person. And then as a child, you'll think you're really a good child and you're doing something right. And now the parent is manipulating you. And another thing triangulation includes is setting up conflicts between two people in order to feel powerful. Kind of he said, she said kind of thing. You know, you go in and say, I don't usually do this, but I'm just going to tell you something that they said. They never said it. But I'm just going to tell you something that they said. I thought you'd want to know. And then you hear from that person, where did you ever hear that? That's not the truth. And then they start second-guessing you rather than second-guessing the person who told them that story. You see how the triangle runs again. And that's really not good. So they're playing with people's emotions from behind the scenes. And you know what's sneaky about these people? These people who pit people against each other, they do it to make the pitter powerful. But what's sneaky is they have ways of getting you to talk to somebody else or getting someone to send you an email or a text where you get information that seems to be coming from that someone else, but they initiated it, but there's never a trail back to them. You see how very manipulative that is? There's never a text from them. There's nothing. It's all hearsay. And that is really a hallmark of a hijackal because the whole use of the idea of triangulation is a favorite, favorite, a tactic of narcissistic abusers. They love to use it. So what are the purposes for which they use it? They love to keep you feeling insecure. Can I count on you? Can I not count on you? Are you my friend? Are you not my friend? What is really going on here? And you start to, to think about that, right? Like you're confused, you're insecure, you're not sure whom to believe. You want to have a friend, you want to be vulnerable, you want to be open, but am I safe to be? I don't know. You going to trust me? I don't know. Can I? And once you start seeing that, you want to be very, very clear what that's all about, which is triangulation, because it's used to devalue you, to make you less important than the hijackal, less important than the narrative the hijackal is perpetrating. And it's designed to keep you out of the loop, to give you no power in the loop, to send the message that you're not worth bothering with. There's something going on. It affects you, but you don't need to know. We're perpetrating this. We're handling it. Sometimes they'll even tell you it's for your own good. They're managing it, making you feel like some sort of uh, bump on the side of the road that doesn't matter. And people are talking about you, telling stories about you, setting you up, telling lies about you. And it's all triangulation. They don't speak to you about it directly. 
but it comes back to you. And that's the exact point. It goes from triangulator to you to someone else, back to you, to you to the triangulator, to the triangulator to someone else. And that's how the triangulation is perpetuated. So it's to devalue you, to make you thinking you're less than, that you're not that important. You're not an equal player in this triangle or in life. So that you always feel not good enough, not included, and very insecure. And another purpose for it is to keep you in uncertainty. That goes along with the devaluing and the insecurity, but to keep you in uncertainty of who can I really trust? Now, which of these people can I trust? I need to trust somebody. I can't just withdraw because you want to be in a relationship. That's why you're there. So you start having big thoughts about who can I trust? Or do I have an ally? Do I have somebody on my side? Is there someone in this situation that is actually mine? And the whole idea of triangulation is to keep you guessing. And then you start thinking, have I been too vulnerable? Have I said too much? Have I given them too much? And it comes back weaponized at me. Uh, have I talked too much? Have I disclosed too much? Have I been too transparent in my thoughts or my feelings? And a hijackal every time will exploit that. You know, anytime you have a time with a hijackal where you feel safe, you're lulled into a feeling of safety because they're seeming to be interested in you, be very suspect of that because that's a time when they are trying to give you a false sense of security so they can ask you questions, pretend to be listening in an empathetic way. What they're really listening for are things to use against you later. I know it's nasty. I know you don't want to think about other humans that way, but we need to. We really do. And if this is making sense to you and you'd like to talk to me about it, go to beaclient.com and use my one-time new client one-hour service for only $97, beaclient.com. Because if this is going on in your background, if this is something that you see frequently, you want to be on it, absolutely on it. You don't want to go through life with that ever question hanging, who can I trust? Is there anybody trustworthy? And that's the point at which you stop trusting yourself if you ever did. And that becomes super important, right? And then here's another purpose of triangulation. It sets you up to be jealous. And then when you're jealous, they poke at you and say, are you jealous? Are you insecure? Are you immature? But they set you up to be jealous. And they did it by triangulating. They let you feel left out. They created that purposeful animosity that makes you feel, hey, what have I done? Have I done something? Do I need to apologize? Am I at fault? Am I a terrible human? Hijackles love it when you think that way. You've fallen right into what they want you to feel. And they will set that up through triangulation. And another purpose for it 
is to keep you in confusion. Am I valuable to you or not? Do you want me or not? Do you see me at all? Do you hear me at all? Do you care about me at all? Am I important? And you don't know the answer much of the time because you're getting mixed message. And then you're getting mixed messages about your relationship with the hijackal from other places that the hijackal has planted so that you will be confused. So chaos is a big, big deal with them. They want to create chaos in your mind, in your feelings, so that in your, when you are in that chaos, they feel they have control. Another thing that they do, the purpose, is to play on your insecurities. You know, they're reading you like a book. They're looking at you all the time. Did I get a rise out of you there? Did I poke that? Did you go red in the face? Did you go quiet? Did I prod over there? Are you getting angrier? You know, they're always playing with your insecurities. And again, you know, am I part of this relationship? Do I fit? Is this really what I want? Goes out the window because they keep withdrawing and withholding things from you. So you keep wanting more. So you take less and want more. Is that familiar to you? that you're not getting what you need and yet you stay there even though you're not getting what you need and you seem to be getting less and less and other people seem to be part of your relationship and you're wondering, am I even included? Am I part of the mix at all? It becomes very, very important to see these things. You ask yourself, you know, am I not being nice? Am I having bad thoughts? Am I saying the wrong things? Am I giving the wrong impression? You may even ask yourself, did I actually say that to the other person? No, you didn't. But they planted the idea in the other person. The other person comes back to you, and now you're second-guessing yourself. Do you see how powerful the hijackal is in that circumstance? And you need to not hand them that power. You ask a question like, that's not the way I remember it. Where did you learn that? Oh, then we open a can of worms sometimes. Or I have no recollection of that, so I'm wondering whose thought that was. Or where that piece of the story came from. And be as specific as you can, because hijackals hate specifics. They love generalizations. They love it when they can get you to buy into everybody thinks that. And you say, no, I know everybody think that. To whom have you been speaking who thought that? That discombobulates them. And that's exactly what you want to do. Don't put up with this. Don't put up with this. And if you need to feel part of a group and talk about it more, come on over to my Emerging Empowered community. Just go to joinintoday.com. As part of that membership, you even get three group calls a month with me to simply ask me questions. Joinintoday.com. Lots of discussions, lots of free gifts. Come on over. You'll like it. So the last part of the purpose of triangulation is this 
continuous loop of doubt that they set up and they keep you sort of shooting at your feet, keep you dancing all the time, keep you wondering, keep you in movement. You never get a chance to settle. You never get a chance to feel safe. Ever felt that way? Just when I think, oh, we've arrived somewhere, we haven't. Now we're going on another tangent or down another rabbit hole. And so the constant creation of this doubt loop. And that's the devaluing I talked about, the uncertainty, the jealousy, the confusion, the insecurity. And that all creates that overarching doubt. Am I okay? Am I safe? Am I a good human? Does anybody care? And a hijackal wants you to feel that insecure. That means they've got you on, on a downhill run, right? They've got you where they want you. And when you stop and say no, that's when change begins to happen. Positive change for you. Will you like it? Not in the beginning. Will they like it? Never. But it still has to be done. You still have to rip the bandage off. You can't wear the bandage forever, can you? And if you did, it would probably create an infection that would get worse and worse and worse. So how is this triangulation delivered? Because we want to be able to recognize it. So important. So my colleague, Dr. Ramani, she said something I wanted to share with you because she said it so well. She said, triangulation is one of the narcissist's favorite um, manipulations. They use it to create chaos, then harness that chaos to control the situation and the people in that situation. So they create chaos and they harness it and use it against you. You see that clearly? That's maybe happening to you. And you didn't quite have your finger on what was going on because you could make a case. Well, maybe somebody thinks that everybody's entitled to their, their um, position. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Those are natural things to say. But when we're dealing with hijackal humans, that means something different than when we're dealing with healthier humans. Healthier humans, we give them the benefit of the doubt. They give us the benefit of the doubt, and they're not trying to manipulate us. Hijackal humans want us running ahead of them on a downhill pole so that they can just destroy you. And you have to see the difference in the motivation. So the big thing about triangulation is the triangulator wants all communication to flow through them even when it doesn't seem to be. But it is all flowing through them, through the flying monkeys, right? So they have a flying monkey who they think, the flying monkey thinks that the hijackal is loyal to them. So if the flying monkey does what the hijackal wants or says to you what the hijackal wants them to say, that they'll be safe with the hijackal. But remember this, it's a big one. Hijackals demand loyalty from everyone and they give loyalty to no one. That's big. 
It's really big and you don't want to believe it, I know, because no one does. Because it's what healthier humans do. And when you come up against a hijackal human, they don't behave like healthier humans. So you keep giving them the benefit of the doubt that one day they will when they feel secure or happy or safe. And they never will. And remember how many times, for those of you who have been listening to me for a while, that I remind you, you didn't break them. You can't fix them. Okay, remember that. Very important. All right, so this big one that the triangulator wants all communication to flow through them so they have control. So they're little, you know, running between cliques and groups and individuals and setting things up and, you know, it's all working against you on their behalf. So it's, they want to be in control of the narrative. Being in control of the narrative is everything in this situation. And so they want to set up alliances. You know, they'll, they'll want to meet your friends. Never wanted to meet your friends before, but now they want to meet your friends. And then they plant a few seeds when they meet your friends, and then they're too busy to see your friends again, but their friends get back to you. And then you wonder, what happened to my friends? Who changed their minds about me? Are they right? And now we have that chaos zone. And now you're harnessing it by second-guessing yourself. Or they set up jealousies. You know, they walk in, meet your friends and say, well, we should have coffee sometime. And you're like, hey, I, this is my friend. What are you doing wanting to have coffee with my friend? Well, because they're setting up jealousies. And they were good at it right that second. You see how you responded? Why do you want to have coffee with my friend? They've already got you on the run. It's so subtle. But once you see it, it's so not subtle. It's so right there. They are trying to control the narrative. They are making up the story. They are telling you just what they want you to hear. And it won't be a surprise that they leave things out. It won't be a surprise that they tweak a detail or two. Or they give you the wrong date. Or they tell you someone different was there. It'll be sort of on this storyline. But it will have enough differences to make a big negative impact. They get love to do this. They love to get a messenger to relay their information so they can take themselves out of the loop and take no responsibility for what they said or did. Now, I bet you just had a light bulb moment, right? Because it's happened to you. They set something up, but they didn't say it to you, or they didn't do it. They set it up, and then you go to them and say, you know, did you do this? Absolutely not. But they're so manipulative that they did it. Think about that one. Think how many times... You've confronted a hijackal with something you, in your gut, know to be true. And they say it was never there. I never heard about it. I never did it. I never had that conversation. 
And you know they're not telling the truth because that's the way they work. And so you, they'll say some, you'll, you'll hear a piece of information from somebody. You go to the hijackal and you say, I heard this piece of information. And their response is, oh, dear, where did you ever hear that? And then they distance themselves from the dangerous parts of the narrative. Well, I think that part was true, wasn't it? But they distance themselves from the lie that they inserted or the shift and the tweaking of the importance of the story. They just remove themselves from it. And then they, they take away then their responsibility for it. That, you know, they didn't have any responsibility. It's your silly fault that you're paying attention to that part or that you are upset about that because I have nothing to do with it. Have you had that experience where you know in your heart of hearts and deep in your gut that the person is lying to you about their part in a story change and yet they take no responsibility for it and they dump it back on you and say, well, you're paranoid. Triangulation is at play. Very, very manipulative. And so hijackals, in this taking no responsibility and getting other messengers to deliver their message, they will get other people to write texts or emails for them about the subject. You know, they'll do it in an innocuous way. Oh, I don't have time to send a text, but could you quickly just send a text and say, you know, that now they're not the author or originator of the text. The other person is, and they can say, had nothing to do with me. Then it really gets deep, crazy making because you then start second guessing yourself again, right? And it gets deeper and deeper and deeper into crazy territory. And you start questioning your own sanity. And that's really difficult. So triangulation is a form of using flying monkeys who end up taking responsibility for what the hijackal really did. So he gets the hijackal gets the flying monkeys in formation and sends them on a mission and abdicates all responsibility for being the mission master. Are you having some feelings about that? Are you understanding what really went on there or goes on there or why it's repeated? Because that's super important. And the point is that to overpower somebody by minimizing them and then in that minimization, making them feel unstable so that they can manipulate them. And if that's happening to you, I hope in this episode you really see it clearly. So very important to see. I know you don't want to see it. Because once you really see it, you might not feel the strength to address it. And then you don't do anything about it and you feel defeated. But remember, we can talk. And it's important. Go to beaclient.com if you need my help to see it or to put a name to it or to have me validate it's happening to you. Go to beaclient.com or come on over and join the Emerging Empowered Community 
at joinintoday.com. Joinintoday.com. Now, big deal. Newsworthy. Triangulation is always gaslighting. Gaslighting, you'll remember, is when someone attempts to define your reality for you, tell you what you think, feel, need, and want, whether that's what you think, feel, need, want at all. But they want to tell you they're right. Remember, some of you will, um, when I was talking about gaslighting, some episodes, I told you that the ultimate gaslighting is when someone says, I know you better than you know yourself. Ooh, big red flag. Big red flag right there. And when someone is gaslighting you, then that person is making themselves more important than you are, more right than you are, more entitled than you are. And they're endeavoring to take you over. And that is part of triangulation. Triangulation is a form of gaslighting as well as other things. Now, you've no doubt seen many problems with this. No doubt. Lots of problems. But triangulation is intended to make you second guess yourself. Definitely intended to make you downward spiral. And it's effective. It's probably happened to you. And it's important to see it, which is the whole purpose of this episode. You didn't need to prove yourself to anyone, but caught by a hijackal, you'll always feel like you have to prove yourself. You always feel like you have to um, shore up your reasons, explain yourself, um, rationalize, justify. You're always on the run because they're always on the hunt. And triangulation is one of the ways they do it. People who triangulate feel superior. That's all they want to feel. They want to feel large and in charge of you. They want to feel bigger than you, better than you, more important than you, more right than you, more righteous than you. And when there's an imbalance like that, we're back to the three must-haves of a healthy adult relationship in episode 115. And that's what is called three must-haves of a healthy adult relationship. Equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. All absolutely unavailable from a hijackle. Please believe me. You will never have equality, reciprocity, or mutuality in a relationship with a hijackal, except for a hot minute when they really, really want something. So they must feel superior. One way to feel superior is to become a puppeteer. You've probably seen marionettes, these big puppets that are run by strings, and they're over the top. There's somebody pulling all the strings. That's the hijackal wanting to pull all your strings and manage and manipulate your every emotion, your mood, your feeling, your reasons for why you're alive. Master manipulators. How do you know that you're with a master manipulator? 
Well, I did an episode on what I call the hijackal smirk. And it's an episode on facial decoding. And I've mentioned it many times. It's an episode with David Hill. You can look it up. And you see that look on a hijackal's face? The one that's sort of a half smile and a smirk? And I've mentioned it before. When I ask the facial encoder what that look is, it's two things. It's anger and disdain. And when anger and disdain come together in a face, it equals the facial code for contempt. Huh. I don't think much of you. Huh. Got you on the downward run. You're weak, aren't you? Oh, look how easy you were to confuse. And they kept that little half smile. I can't do it, and I'm really glad I can't do it. But you know the one I mean? Because that's key to see that little gotcha smile. The smirk. It's nowhere near a smile. It's the hijackal smirk. And you will see that because they want to feel good at your expense. That's what's up with them. They want to feel good at your expense moment to moment. They are using you in order to feel powerful. So, a few things what to do. Now, I know I often make them seem easy because they're simple, but they're not easy. They're simple, but they take a lot of work. They're simple because it requires changing your perception, changing your habits. But remember, a triangle has three points. Don't be one of them. Take yourself out. It may sound like this. You know, so-and-so thinks you should do that. And you say, okay, I'll go and talk to so-and-so. Oh, dear. You just cut the triangulator out of the triangle. No, I refuse to take your word for what someone said. I'll go and check. Whoops. Now you've taken yourself out of the triangle. That's powerful. Because when you recognize that you are the target and there is a triangulator and there is a third person, they're setting it up for you to lose. So when you say, mm -mm, I go direct, all my communication is between myself and the person, I do not go to a third party, I know it's scary. You may not have learned how to do that well, which is why I wrote the book, Kaizen for Couples, so that you can learn how to be in direct communication. And you can find all my books at Amazon, or you can find them at emergingempower.com. But it, you, you need to learn newly to take seriously that you deserve to be in a direct relationship with people. And if that's scary, do your own work to become more assertive. Don't be afraid because you think assertion is aggression. Those are very different things. That's why I wrote Kaizen for Couples, all kinds of strategies and techniques to help you understand how to be an honest and kind communicator. So what to do if you find yourself in triangulation? Get out of the triangle. 
don't be one of the three points of reference. Go direct. See what's going on for what it is. You don't have to call them on it. We don't poke hijackles purposefully, right? You don't have to call them on it, but you have to step back and see it. And then see it as a pattern in the relationship and then enforce your boundaries. I don't want to hear what someone else said about me. I will go and ask them. Oh, you rock a hijackle's world at that moment. And they will be enraged. Or they will go to the covert position of, well, I was telling you in secret. I don't want them to be mad at me. Don't go and talk to them. No, no. No, no. I go direct. My communication is with the person and the person only. Oh, you'll be so glad. So happy when you refuse to accept this triangulation. And then if they don't respond to your boundaries, now remember a boundary is not an agreement. That's a different thing. A boundary is an absolutely non-negotiable stopping point that has a consequence. If you continue to tell me stories or if you continue to, to not... Uh, honor the fact that I don't want to hear third-party stories, then I will stop talking with you about other human interactions. And stop. Or I will stop talking to you entirely because you absolutely have the right to go no contact. And I hope, after listening to this episode, that you will be getting down that path. That you can't trust these people. They will ruin you on purpose. And when they've ruined you, they don't care. They'll just move on and ruin someone else. I know you don't want to think that because you're special and you remember how special they made you feel at the beginning and you believed it and you think it's going to come back and it isn't. Because that's what we call love bombing. But they're triangulating. They are endeavoring to be powerful and use you and use other people against you and look like they're not being the nasty manipulators that they are. Now, what's required of you from all that? That you have empathy for yourself. That's huge. You have empathy for everybody else. Do you have empathy for yourself? I don't deserve to be spoken to this way. I don't want to be in relationships where there are muddy waters and people won't let me clarify. I don't want to be in relationships where I feel like I'm always being led down the garden path, where I'm always hopeful that I'm not going to be um, destroyed, and yet I frequently am. Those are not healthy relationships, so have empathy for yourself. You need to say, this is not okay with me. This makes me feel uncertain. This makes me feel in chaos. This makes me feel insecure. And then recognize what I said earlier in this episode, that that's the intention of it, is to make you feel all those things. And they're doing their job. If you're nodding right now, yeah, they make me feel those ways. And then you think there's something wrong with you. No, there's something wrong with them. Don't take on their stuff. This is a turning point for you, 
a really important turning point. So as you can see, when you refuse to be one of the points on the triangle, life begins to change and you won't go back. So I hope this has helped, help clarify what triangulation is and what its purpose is, what it's driven by, and what you can do to change it. See it clearly, step away from it, and say no. And until we speak again, take very good care of yourself because you're precious and you matter. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some insights, ideas, and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with $1 or $5 each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Also, learn more about how to work with me by a video conference, join my Emerging Empowered community, subscribe to this podcast, find my books, all by visiting EmergingEmpowered.com. Talk soon.